it's not very often that I get the luxury of being able to just talk to women. And for the fellow sister that is out there, I want you to hear me and hear me clearly. The word, the name of the game is more. As you think about tomorrows, all of them, whatever they may be, the name of the game is more, not just more in terms of more things at home or more work or more money, more of everything that you want. In this private backdoor conversation, I, I felt like I had to share it with you here on this platform just because this is a, a, an opportunity that I get to be with women from around the world in multiple countries and have a backdoor conversation. And it was so good that I said to myself, for the woman who is hunting for her more, for the human that is yearning for more, there is no better 42-minute segment that you're going to spend than diving into this. This is one of those moments where I'm going to say, grab a glass of wine, go hide inside of a room, a bathroom, a closet, whatever you need. But I promise you on the other side of this moment, you'll be changed. This is part one of two, and it's going to be amazing. Hey you, welcome to Build the Damn Thing, a place where myself, Tiffany Largi, and our amazing Do the Damn Thing coaches show you how to use your story to build it all. Whether it's your first six figures, your next layer of multiple six figures, or maybe you're on your way to a million. And if it's not that, it's the life of your dreams, where you are free, you are strong, and you are whole. First, we're going to show you how to use your story to build a strong foundation. And then next, we're going to show you how to use your story in sales and marketing to clean up the cracks. And last but not least, we're going to show you how to use your story to gather people. Because the uh, truth of the matter is that there's nothing stronger than being connected to people who just understand you as you are where you are so you can stop explaining yourself. I want to remind you that now that you're here, you are home, and I officially welcome you to our family. All right, let's get started. Good. So I want to tell you what I've been working on, and um, let me uh, start. <clears throat> For the last seven, eight months, uh, uh, you are aware, all, of, all three of you have watched me publicly, and probably whatever you can assume privately, go through a very tough journey um, with my health and this disease and um, leaving all of our companies for eight months and coming back to surface at the end of October and looking at all the things we had done and built and asking myself my own question of what do I want and what's next and things like that. And I made a lot of important decisions about people last year. Um, and in all the decisions I made with people, none of them were like an implied. Uh, it wasn't like a, oh, well, we're just not talking anymore. For each and every person that I made that decision, it was a version of a lot of bad words, uh, a lot of ugliness, and me specifically making it clear that there's a machete and that I am severing anything that is in between us. Does that make sense what I just said? Not one of them are like, well, you know, we just kind of, and I just allowed it to, you know, I, I just allowed it to dot, 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 dot. And the reason why I'm sharing that with you is because that was hard for me. It's something that I did not know I would be doing at this level, at this point in my own career and my own journey in life. 
but I knew that it was the right thing to do. And sometimes to some of the things, no matter how much you love it, no matter how much time you have put or energy you have put to it, putting up, taking a machete so that everyone's clear on the severity or severity of what has been done. Um, the publicness and the openness about it, because it's really the only way that you get to heal. And, and the reason why this part of healing is so important is because sometimes when you're ending relationships or not just relationships, but things that you have that are really important or you've poured your heart into, or there's a, there's a lot there that has been built. If you don't take a machete to it and you're the one holding the machete, then you're not clear. You don't make it clear to yourself that um, you don't make it clear to yourself that you're the one who did the work, that you're the one who held the power, that you were the one that was strong. Sometimes you have to remind yourself that you're the one that's strong. You have to remind yourself that you weren't defeated. And it's wild for me to even say that because I know for myself, there were many times where I don't know if I completely felt defeated, but I definitely felt like I was, that I was trying to be suffocated or I was trying to be quieted or I was trying to be silenced or I was trying to be oppressed. Uh, some, some word in that, in that. And when I saw, um, when I, when I, in order for me to own my own power, especially when you lend someone part of your power or you lend someone part of your heart or you lend someone part of your trust, it is so important that you collect it back before you make your next move. I really want to emphasize that. Before you make your next move, it is vital as humans, it is vital as women to make sure you collect your power back. That is one of the biggest mistakes that I made 20 years ago by not collecting my power back. And so then you go into this, not abyss, but you definitely go into a period where you're trying to re like regrow your power, re regain your power. I didn't want to go through that. And I knew I didn't have time for that. And simply because I don't know how much time I have left on this planet. I don't, I don't have a clue. But what I do know is that whatever the hell it is, I need to hurry the hell up as a woman and collect it back. And more importantly, remind myself of how powerful I am, how strong I have become. And the importance or the difference between the two is that if I just say, oh, I'm so powerful, I'm powerful, then I kind of cheat myself of connecting my story to my cells and to my heart and to my fibers and to my soul because I have to remind myself of the work that I was willing to do and that's where my strength is. The fact that I did the work and I built the muscle to be that strong. Because it's like if you do, if you remind yourself that you've done it once, you can you remind yourself that you can do it again. Mm -hmm. And then you remind yourself that you have the tools, the resources, the know-how to do it again, and then again, and then again. And that's where confidence as a woman comes in. Confidence as a woman comes in when you're reminded that no one else is in control ever again in your life but you. It doesn't mean that you don't love people, and it doesn't mean that 
you don't share deep friendships in which you you negotiate um, your feelings, you negotiate the, the experience you're going to have, you negotiate where you are. But in the negotiation, you know that you're protected because you're going to remain whole no matter what happens. The name of the game is not necessarily to always be strong. The name of the game is to stay whole. I really have to emphasize that. You can be whole and cry. You can be whole and say a lot of bad words in that, that Saturday morning or that Friday night when you, you can, I promise. When you remember, you reflect, someone reminds you, you see a text message, you see a picture, you get a memory on Facebook, someone mentions or asks us a question. But what you can't do is lose your wholeness. I want to remind you of that that is what we are seeking. It is nothing else. It is our wholeness. It is wholeness. You hold on to wholeness. You pursue wholeness. I promise you with every fiber of my body that everything follows because anything can stand on something that's whole, which means I cannot be broken. I can't be broken. My, my spirit cannot be broken. My story cannot be broken. My ability to make money cannot be broken. Nothing can be broken because I'm whole, which means that I earned the ability at that time. Once I have the clarity of that, I own the ability to say these words to the world and anything, anything on the other end, bring it. I'm ready. I'm ready. Bring it. The reminder for me of I'm ready, these words is my reminder that at this point, I have done the work and I can handle anything. It doesn't mean it's not going to be hard. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to pause to catch my breath, but it, it lets me know I'm going to get through it. Once you know that you can and that, and that the end is inevitable, it allows you to pace and collect yourself on the journey properly. You'll cry different when you have that moment. You'll have a deep breath different. The way you reach out for help will be different. That moment when you need a, a friend, a girlfriend, a person to just talk to will be different. When you drink three, four glasses of wine versus the one that you should, it'll be different. Because you'll know. The most important part is you knowing that you're going to get to the other end. To the win. That's the most important piece. Because without that, we actually don't finish the journey. Without knowing that we are going to win, we don't finish the journey. And we also don't move at times with the urgency that we are responsible for. When, when we move slow after the, the, the machete, when we move slow after the machete, sometimes it's because we're moving with caution because we're unsure of the journey and what's going to happen. That unsure allows you to have things like insecurity seep in, fear seep in, drama seep in, moments and experiences you really don't want, they seep in, reminders that are useful, jealousy, hate, bitterness, they seep, they seep in. My one and deepest desire is that 
You look ahead and you seek wholeness. And, you're, and my goal is not to be whole so that everybody else can stand on me. My goal is to be whole so that I can stand on me. So that I can rely on me. So that I can carry myself through. So that I am, have a formula for doing the damn thing. So that it turns from doing the damn thing to did the damn thing. That's really the goal, the transition. I am doing the damn thing to I did the damn thing. Nothing is worse than, be, than doing the damn thing for a decade for five years, for a year. No, you want to be did, done the damn thing. We want to be at the other end. I hope that episode was amazing for you and you are closer to building the damn thing. I can't wait to hear what your thoughts were, what part you loved, and the action that you're going to go take because the truth of the matter is that the person who wins is not the person who gets there first. It's the person who takes action first. Got a gift for you, and it is at www.strackedhustle.com. It is imperative that you run there and you see all types of goodies, starting with the seven must haves that you've got to put when telling your story. There is so much deliciousness awaiting for you. I would love nothing more than for you to go ahead and give us a thumbs up and a five star review on not just this episode, but this entire series of how do you build the damn thing? Like always, if there's anything that we can do to make your weekday or month better, please let us know. And more importantly, I can't wait to see you live, whether it's at Do The Damn Thing Live or in one of our communities, or maybe you're just hanging out with us on social media. What I know to be true is that I am meant to connect with you somewhere, and I can't wait for that day to happen. And more importantly, I can't wait to see what you built.